Hey, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Chris Rose Rotation, a production of John Boy Media, and today presented to you by good friends over at SeatGeek. And having a seat with us today, you know him from the Cincinnati Reds. He's been on this show before. He's been all over the John Boy Media establishment. He is the all-star left fielder of the Cincinnati Reds, the bearded one, Jesse Winker. That thing is looking luscious, dude. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. And special shout-out to John Boy. Big fan of those guys over there. So, um well, they they do they do great stuff, great content there. Wow, I mean, you're sucking up to the bosses, and you don't even need to. But that's really kind of you, Chris. You you, I mean, you never know who's going to be your boss. So I'm just you know I'm just kind of throwing feelers out there and letting them know, like, you know, right now I we we all know what's going on. So you never know. Maybe John Boy is my future boss. Oh, okay. I like it. Well, maybe, you know what? Maybe uh, John Boy is going to buy the Reds and then he will solve what has been ailing baseball over the last several months. Does he have that kind of glue? Is he in the running? Not yet, but the rocket ship is taking off, as we like to say in this biz. (laughs) Well, good for him. Good for him. All right. So give us a little update before we get into uh, the main reason why you are here today. Where are you? What's going on? How are you prepping for the season? Let's break it all down. Um, I'm in Orlando, Florida. Um, I'm just I'm, I'm hanging out here doing all my training and stuff. Um, have a facility right by my house that I'll, I'll pop into um, and get some work in there. And I, I've got a nice little setup here. Um, I've kind of been <clears throat> going to the same places for the past couple of years. And, um, yeah, my, my daughter's here with me this week and, um, been hanging out with her, getting some good time with her and, uh, yeah. Okay. I've seen, I've seen some shots of your daughter with you on Instagram. I mean, she's already got you wrapped around finger, right? Oh my God. Yeah. She's, she walks all over me. Um, it's great. It's, I love, I love it. Um, and the cool thing about parenting is like, as you know, um, I'm just learning right there with her. You know, it was like level one, age one. I felt like once I was like, okay, this is starting to, this is starting to get a little bit easy. It's like, boom, her birthday happened. And then, um, you know, we're approaching her second birthday here in May. And, um, it's just, here comes a lot more stuff to learn. And I'm, we're about to start going through, I guess, these, these things called the terrible twos. Yes. And, um, but she's a great baby. She's an angel baby. Um, and obviously I love her and, um, it's a, it's a really good time learning right there with her. All right. So I saw the video of her retrieving the balls while you're hitting off the tee. I mean, it's always important, especially during a lockout to have all hands on deck. Yeah. You know, you can never have, you can never have too much help. And, um, she was right there with me, support me, um, give cheering for me. Um, and uh, it's been fun. So I actually, I have a, I have a story. I'm, at, I'm toothless right now. I wanted to bring this up. I, I'm toothless. I got a tooth pulled the other day. And well, actually roots. It was, a, it was a root canal I had done a few years ago. And I was flying up to Cincinnati to pick up rent. And I go to Starbucks, get, get, a, get a coffee. And I was like, you know what? I'll, I'll get a bag of almonds. So I chewed on an almond. Tooth came loose go up to my dentist in Cincinnati. Like luckily I was flying up to Cincinnati to get her and, um, call my dentist. So I want to give a special shout out to Dr. Della Bella in Cincinnati. What's up doc? 
Yep. Go in there. And he tells me, he was like, man, like he, he pulled the tooth off. He's like, we got to get these roots out. So he calls up Dr. Lucas, who's the oral surgeon. They get me in the next day. So shout out to him as well. They pull these roots out. And Friday I flew back with Ren and just, you know, she's such a great kid, like flying with her with all that done was, was easy. You know, she flies great. And um, I just wanted to make sure I, I told, I gave a shout out to those guys. Cause right now, Chris, I'm, I'm playing hurt. I'm playing hurt with you this morning. I got them. I got it done on Friday and it's starting to feel better, but, but damn, man, that hurts. Dental work hurts. Oh, oh, no joke, dude. Forget it. You know, I mean, I got to go to the dentist and get shit scraped off my teeth. It's, it's like the worst 45 minutes I'll have during a year. Yeah. And it's like, you can't in all the years of technology and advancement, we just haven't figured out a way to get rid of that drill noise. Oh, but also it led me, it led me to start thinking about some nicknames. And, um, I thought toothless Jess Winker was a, was a play. Ooh. Right. I like the nickname flipper because they gave me a flipper, you know, to kind of put in there to take up some space and I lost it. It's somewhere between the Cincinnati airport and Orlando airport. I don't know where it's at. It could be anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) So wait a second. Like you didn't get a call from security when you were going through the greater Cincinnati, Northern Kentucky international airport where they were like, if somebody lost a flipper, uh, checking through uh, security. It's in a purple case. I I've got no idea. It might be in my backpack still. I don't know. I couldn't find it. And to be honest with you, I, I didn't want the flipper anyway. Like, okay, but can we, can we, can we explain? Did. Cause I don't even know what the heck it is. So it's like a placeholder for the gap in your tooth. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a mouth guard. And then, so they like do the, it's actually pretty cool. They do like the, the mouth guard that molds your teeth uh-huh. and then they, you pop it out and they put like this, filling in that looks like a tooth so like when you wear the mouth guard it's like a yeah it's a placeholder and um but i'm just going you know i'm going full full hockey player i'm no flipper so you can't call me flipper but i thought the most fitting nickname would be um you know it's it's also doubles down as my favorite reds mascot and i have a great picture of red with this of of ren with this reds mascot and it's gapper so i think gapper is what i'll be looking for (laughs) so if anybody wants to Call me Gapper. Well, I'm in. Plus, you kind of spray the ball all over the field, so it really kind yeah. of takes on multiple. Yeah, you know, versions. it's like yeah. I think so. I think Gapper is the play. Okay, I like it. I want you to do me a favor, like really fish hook that. I want you to yeah, really get in there. So, so the YouTube. So I have like a the stitch. Something cut my cheek right here, like right above where the tooth set, and. Anything like F noises and saying tooth, you can hear like my tongue's getting caught in the gap, you know? <laughs> um, but yeah, I'll give you a look. You see it? Yeah. It's not, front, it's not front row at the movies, but it's like, it's got a good seat for sure. You yeah. know? Um, and to be honest with you, Chris, I kind of love it. I kind of love it. And the way I look at it is I'm in the driver's seat. I, I could, you know, I could put a gold tooth there, diamond tooth there no tooth there so options are endless on my end um but yeah so i had that done on friday so that's how my lockouts go on if you could totally go crunk on us you could just whatever like you could call some if you know any of the astros go get paul wall to design something for you man love paul wall love paul wall 
Yeah. It's the Iceman Paul Wall. Hey, everybody. You've heard me talk about Manscaped and the Lawnmower 4.0 and how they take care of everything south of the equator. Well, today it's about everything from the waist on up. Yeah, they got a great gift package out there, and it can be yours if you head on over to manscaped.com and use the code word ROSE. You're actually going to get 20% off plus free shipping with that code word ROSE. Here's what it's all about. We got Manscaped premium deodorant. Not for anything, you know, in the delicate area, but for their stanky armpits. So it dries clear, it's aluminum-free, and it smells like their signature scent. On top of that, they get the hydrating body spray. So if you have tattoos or if you have issues with dry skin, you spray a little bit of that on, you're going to be good to go. They've got the body wash. It's there to lather you up with infused aloe vera and sea salt shower gel. There's the two-in-one shampoo and conditioner that cleans your scalp. In fact, look at this thing. I got to go take care of that right after this show. Plus, a free gift. It's a three-pack set of lip balms that's made up with ingredients such as vitamin E, peppermint, and eucalyptus oil to keep those chappers feeling very moist. So it's four products plus the free gift. It can be yours. Once again, it is manscaped.com. Use the code word ROSE. You're going to get 20% and free shipping. All that. So make yourself presentable. Oh, by the way, putting on clothes after using all that stuff, that's up to you. I do want to talk to you about the length of your beard. I'm a little worried. Is this at the time we're taping this, the lockout is still, you know, both sides are talking, but we're still in the lockout. Is this, are you going to trim it up and clean it up by the time we get to camp? What's the goal? Well, last week I got my first haircut since Philip Irvin's wedding. I believe that's the timeline. And his wedding was, When was it? It was in December, early December, I believe. <clears throat> and I obviously had my beard for the wedding, but like I got it cleaned up a little bit. Um, I will clean it up, but I kind of like it. You keep bringing up the beard. It makes me think you like it. Well, I do. I, and I like that. You know, I told you I grew a beard out during the pandemic for the first time in my life. I'd always been clean shaven TV guy or C Rose. But then after I was done with MLB, I was like, screw it. I'm going for it. And um I, you're I, off to a good start if you're going for it. Well, right now it's just I'm lazy shaving. We're taping so <laughs> early in the morning, and there's no way I wanted to put a blade to this face. God knows I might cut the rest of my head off. Right. Um, I'm so woozy. But yeah, I, I'm I'm in favor of beards, but I just I'm I'm worried that it's entering Dallas Keuchel territory. Yeah, it's a serious beard. That's like arguably the best beard. Um yeah, I don't have I I'll I'll clean it up. Um I think everybody in my family's kind of told me to clean it up. And last week I did. And they're like, it's not short enough, but we're, I mean, Chris, if you would have saw me like two weeks ago, you would have been like, what is going on? Like hair was really long, not really long. Like, but I was starting to enter. Oh man. If I would have had my tooth out, I would have started to enter like pirates of the Caribbean. Look, (laughs) man, I missed a prime opportunity with that. Listen, I, I do want to get to one of the main reasons you're here. And people remember this story from your, the previous time that you were on the Chris Rose rotation. You had an amazing run-in with a Mets fan where he had a sign out there and got your attention. And you guys had this interaction. So I want to play the little clip of what transpired. And then we're going to have a little meeting of the minds. Here we go. Did you ever get the sign when you threw that kid the ball? You know, the one that said Jesse Winker's a bitch. I didn't. I did not get the sign. 
unfortunate because I really wanted to sign it. I ended up, you know, for the rest of the year, I came out and I said, like, you know, I'm collecting signs. And I actually had a couple from earlier in the year. I just, I just kind of got them leaving the ballpark. That was the sign I wanted and I, I wanted the most and I didn't get it. Um, I was thinking about putting it in a frame and putting it in my house somewhere because I just thought it was so cool. Creative too. Like, let's talk about the creativity. The Jesse Winker is a bitch. Um, like so creative. Shout out to that, that kid. I don't want to say kid and him not be a kid, but I believe he was a kid. So shout out to him. <laughs> so we were a little disappointed that, that you never got the sign, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's something that I wanted and it's something very rarely mid game. Do I look out into the stands and, and I'm like, Ooh, I want that. But I saw that sign and I remember thinking like, Ooh, I want that. And it, I, I remember telling you or somebody this, like I was thinking about where I could put it in my house mm-hmm. and like what frame I would put around it. And I was thinking about that. I was like, I don't know, maybe I go like Mets blue or Mets orange for the frame, Ooh. just classic black frame. You know, I don't know. Um, well, but yeah, you, I want the sign. Here we are. We're a little bit like the Oprah show because we make dreams come true. And so we have found him. Here he is, the one and only sign maker from Queens, Kyle Rasmussen. Kyle, welcome to the Chris Rose Rotation. How you doing, dude? Um, I'm doing great, man. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So have at it. I, I want to start with this. Why did you make the sign that Jesse Winker is a bitch? So it all started in 2019 with that series versus the Mets. It all started when he hit that go-ahead home run off Diaz in the ninth. And then obviously he's showboating. Obviously he has every right to do that. He just hit a go-ahead home run. And then that next game, I think it was May 1st, I was at that game, didn't even realize about the situation until it happened when he makes that sliding catch going into the wall on left field. And then he's waving off the fans. Bye, have a good time. Obviously Jesse just doing his normal antics at City Field. And then, uh, um, and then that last game when he struck out, um, to end the game off Syndergaard after the complete game shutout. And then he's arguing with the ump. He gets ejected. Everyone's going crazy, obviously, because of the stuff he's doing earlier in the season. So it was just, and obviously the first time facing the Reds since then. And obviously all the Mets fans remember. So I thought it would just be a good sign. And the reason why I chose, like, bitch, if I can say that, my apologies, I don't know. Yes. No, you, uh, please. you can write it. If you can write it, you can say it. <laughs> um, if I like, if I will like boo Jesse Winker or like you stink, I, I honestly, Jesse, would that have got your attention to be honest? No, I, I literally just said, like, I saw the sign and I was like, man, this is it. This is the Mona Lisa of fan signs. Like, <laughs> this is something that that was, yeah, keep going. I like this. Um, yeah, like I said, it was Wait a minute. Did you spell did you spell my name wrong in your TikTok? Is yes. that um well I was going like that night was just crazy afterhand. I'm trying to like so at that time I had a TikTok. I had a decent following at that time, I had like 80, 90k on my TikTok at that time. Hmm. So I was like trying to go crazy. I'm like shaking, obviously. When you do me that ball, I'm like shaking. Like, oh my God, I better not drop this. I might better catch it. So 
but I had it. And then it was just like, just trying to get everything out as fast as possible because I saw, or I've already saw that people were saying fake stuff about the signs and stuff like that. Like I saw people saying, oh, the signs said, go Jesse Winker. Jesse Winker, you're so good. When in reality, that had nothing to do with it. Yeah, it was actually, I'll, I'll defend you here. It, the sign was exactly what you wrote. It was just <laughs> a great bitch. And, <laughs> and that is why it was my favorite sign. Um, and uh, <clears throat> my sign collecting days are over. Like oh. I'm leaving them in 2021. But this, since this sign is technically a part of that season, I want it. So um, I have it with me right now if you want to see it again. Yeah, I hold it up. Let let everybody see it. This is what I was greeted to. Yeah. <laughs> this is, yep. And I still remember when everyone was cheering your mom's name that night. Yep, she was there. And- she was actually there. Oh, she was actually at the game too? Yeah, my so my mom was there. My older brother Ryan was there. Uh, my uncle was there. And both of my cousins were there. Um, and, um, yeah, it was awesome, man. It was, okay. it was awesome. Because I'm I, I, pretty sure you got the game-winning RBI in that game too, right? Uh, I don't – I, I want to say India – maybe India had – India hit like a big go-ahead homer. I, I do believe I, hit, I had an RBI single. I, I don't remember the – like the, the context of like what the final score was or anything like that. Really, your sign stole the show. And it was the memory. Okay. There's a lot of stuff I got to clean up here. First of all, I did not know, Jesse, like most of your family was there. Did they have any idea about the sign? So the thing, this, this is the really cool part about City Field. And we, we're not really talking up like this crowd there. Um, so they just got Baez in the trade. It was his, it was his first game. They just unveiled their black jerseys. And it was a sellout crowd sellout and all these, it was so loud in there. It was so cool. Um, I forget who's somebody's Jersey was retired before the game. And so every, everyone was just fired up. Um, and that's my, my apologies for, for, for forgetting who was retired that, that day. But um, my family, they probably couldn't hear anything in regards to that. They probably couldn't really see what was going on. But after the game, they obviously the, you know, with your TikTok and social media, it kind of just, they, they were guided to exactly what had happened. And um, we all met over at the hotel after the game and we were talking about it. And I was like, yeah, like there's this kid. How old are you, by the way? Um, I was 19 then. I'm 20 now. You're probably just an absolute beast in like the Xbox, PlayStation, Call of Duty lobbies. <laughs> well, honestly, I was never that great when it came to comebacks like that. Right. So, but if I have a chance to think about it for a minute, then I'm good. But on the spot, I'm so bad at comebacks. Okay. Well, that's okay. Know your role. You're the sign. You're the sign maker. That's, <laughs> there's guy. nothing wrong with that. But yeah, it was like, so I, I don't know what full capacity like in, um, in city field is with like the amount of people, but this place was going bonkers. And, um, you know, both teams were kind of going after, you know, their divisions and the wild and the last couple wild card spots. So there was a, it was a big series for both teams and, um, it was cool. It was a cool little moment for sure. Hey, Kyle. So it's one thing to make a sign and even to get somebody's attention, 
But when you notice that he's about to throw you a baseball and there's writing on it, were you scared that it was about to say, hey, listen, motherfucker, meet me in the parking lot? <laughs> no. Well, so I was actually about to miss the whole situation. I went to the bathroom like during that inning. So I come back. My friends were going to hide the sign on me as a joke. And then they see Jesse coming up and they're like trying to scramble for the sign themselves. Like, where's the sign? Where's the sign? So I see Jesse coming up to me. He's pointing at me. I know he wasn't trying to kick me out by his gesture or what he was trying to do. So he's like, he's saying, I'm going to give you a ball. So I'm like shaking. I'm like, hardest catch of my life, to be honest. Um, I put my hand over trying to catch it. And then I'm like reading it. And then I knew like, you can kind of see with his interactions always like, He's never like that type of guy where he's like purposely like a mean guy or purposely like he just trying to do it to like entertain the game and stuff like that and make the game more lively. So I kind of knew it was going to be like wholeheartedly at the end of the day, if I'm going to be honest. Well, so he he wanted the sign. Was there ever any thought to getting him the sign, trying to go to the Reds dugout after the game? And oh, completely. So I tried going down to the field level. I think Antone was on the side, by the way, you and Antone, I'm sorry, you guys look very alike, you and TJ. You don't mean that. You don't uh, mean that. Um, so I go We've gotten down. that. To be honest with you, we've gotten that. No, I've heard that before. You know, he TJ is way bigger than me, though, like way bigger than me. Um, but, yeah, like the beards and, yeah. So I go. I try to go down to the field level where TJ Antone was. I think he was signing some autographs maybe for his family, but the security wouldn't let me down. They're like, oh, everyone has to get out. Like, so then I tried going to where the Reds players walked out. And then at this time, the security like took the sign at that point. So I was trying to scramble to get it back because obviously, so I, I see Jesse or TJ once again, I got them very mixed up at the time. So I'm like, yeah, and I don't think he heard me. There was a bunch of people in that little area. So I tried going where they walked out to the bus, but it just didn't end up happening that night. Okay. So what made you reach out to us? So I was actually in class. I was like in my event management class and we, I was talking about this. So my teacher's like, oh, let's look it up on the computer. So we looked it up on the computer and I see your guys' episode 69 um, from October. And I'm like, I didn't even the know. Best episode ever, by the yep. way. Yep. yep. Yes, definitely. So I see it and then I'm like, I didn't even know this existed. So then I'm like looking, we watched the whole video like in class. My whole class is dying laughing. The professor's dying, like everybody. So I'm like, I go on your Instagram. I see, go on your personal Instagram. I go on the road, rotation Instagram. I'm like, I'll just shoot a DM here and there. So what I try to do is I didn't look like I was spamming you guys. I would unsend a message and then send it again. Mm. So it didn't look like I was like spamming your like inbox over and over again. But in general, I was, but just trying to keep it a little undercover. And then obviously um, your manager um, hit me back up saying how you wanted me on the show. Yeah. My manager, the, the manager, Robbie Shirako, he's yes, our manager. Sir, All right. So listen, uh, as we wrap things up, we will pay for whatever the shipping costs to get the sign to Jesse Winker. Oh, is that no. okay with you? Oh, don't worry about it. I mean, if I have to. I'm no, no, no. Let us take care of it. Let <laughs> us take care of it. So, Wink, you're going to hang this in your house, right? Yeah, I'm going to put it somewhere. Um, I'm going to keep it out of, like, main areas. Like, 
I don't know. I don't know where I'm going to put it yet. Obviously, I love that sign. I might, it might just be like right when you walk into my house, you might see it. I don't know. Yep. Might, it, it's going to be somewhere. Um, but yeah, man, it's, uh, it's really, really cool to meet you. I feel like finally this whole Mets thing. I feel like we could all just kind of be cool now, but I appreciate it. Um, we'll see what happens if there's a season this year. No, I, um, yeah, I, uh, the Mets fans, man, you guys are special. You guys are great. So I appreciate you guys and I appreciate the banter. It's, um, it's always fun coming to the city field. No doubt. Because I was planning on too, like this season, you guys were supposed to face each other in August. I was already looking it up. You guys are going to face during the week. And I wanted to go back to that. If this never happened, I wanted to go back to the game and say, Winker, you're still a bitch. And thought that would be pretty funny. And obviously that would be easy to remember. Like obviously the sign, same kid pretty much, get like the same seats. You know what? Maybe everybody that sits in left field will just do it. <laughs> definitely, definitely, definitely. I um maybe that's our new thing. Maybe you can get some shirts made. Yeah. Maybe yeah, you'll be sending I, me a shirt here soon. I talked to the seven line army. I'll see what I can do. Awesome. We could have uh, we could work this out with the Mets promo department. Uh, we could have <laughs> Jesse Winker is a bitch night. <laughs> Bobblehead night. Me and I you like holding it. holding that sign together. Yes, Bobblehead. Yes. I like it. And Kyle, so we'll send you some nice stuff from the Chris Rose rotation and John Boy Media on top of you doing all this good deed and and coming on our show and having some fun and finally putting a little closure to this program yes. with, with Jesse yes. Winker. Does like, that sound I good? I knew he was a good guy at the end of it, so that just proves it like even more. He's just trying to help the game out as much as possible. Yeah. And the MLB need more players like this to show more emotion. I love man, it. Kyle, thank you, my man. I really appreciate that, bro. And I still got this bad voice, too. So <laughs> Fire. <laughs> Kyle, number one in the ball, Chase. I love it. I love it. I good luck with it. school. Hopefully this lockout gets finished so we can have great fans like you back in the ballpark for 2022. And uh, don't be a stranger. Say hi to Jesse Winker the next time you go to a Reds-Mets game. Oh, I plan on it. I hope it's very soon. I hope it's very soon. Hey, dude. Thanks, man. We appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Have a good one. You got it. There he is. The legendary Kyle Rasmussen. That, I mean, he's... He he knew... Wow, I'm looking at these... There's turkeys in my backyard right now. Um, what do you mean? But, whoa, whoa, whoa. You're not in Louisiana. Yeah, there's turkeys in my backyard. They just walked right in. We got turkeys in my neighborhood here. Let's see. Turkey. Show us. No, no, you can't. That this is your this is your thing. You try to get me to show you my house, and I'm not doing that yet. Um, they're walking back there. Hold on, I'm locked in. Oh, they walk through my fence. Noted. I know how they get in. I did buy a bow the other day. Matthew's bow. Well, at the beginning of the off season, my, one of my, both my brothers, actually, they bow hunt. So I'm trying to, um, I'm taking up bow hunting. And one of my other, one of my older cousins does as well. Not that I'm going to be bow hunting turkeys in my neighborhood. That's not what I'm talking about. (laughs) Thank you. But, um, you know, you could bow hunt turkeys. I think, I don't really know. You're, you're salivating like Pavlov's dog. Like your, your brain just no, went to that's a different. Just the, that's the gap. Oh, the that's two. the gapper. Um, yeah. Gapper. Uh, I just saw, I mean, what, what are you going to say if you're, if you're looking out and you see three turkeys walking in your backyard, you're going to say, wow, there's turkeys. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to turn my camera around so that the crowd can, uh, you know, but that's me. You, you, yeah. You're, but you're but my, back, my backyard's a mess. Ren and I were playing out there yesterday. There's right. water bottles. 
Finals. Perfect. Who cares? We're not grading you. This isn't HGTV. But the thing is, is like you can't. I'm I'm far away, so like I'd have oh. to walk out there, and I think I'm going to lose connection. Okay, so I don't. Well, we don't want that. Okay. Right. Um. But what I was going to say about Kyle is he. I mean, it sounds like he needs. You need to give him a job. That's what it sounded like to me. He needs to be a part of John Boy. Forget me. Like my pitch is gone. It sounds like he he's locked in. Yeah. Dude, that was awesome. I'm, I'm so happy great. we were able to connect fan and player. And by that the way, great. you just made a Jesse Winker fan for life. Or, you know, in his eyes, I'm a bitch for life, which, you know, everyone has their opinion. We're cool with that. And, um, you know, and that's, and that's just as good. All right, a couple more things. Yeah. I want to uh, apologize to you. I was on the set at NFL Network the night of the Bills-Chiefs game. Yep. Now, for people that may or may not know, you are the biggest Bills fan that I know. Yep. I nearly texted you when you guys took the lead with 13 seconds left, and I was about to hit send. And I think I was working with Andrew Hawkins, former NFL wide receiver that night, and I was like, I can't hit send, can I yet? He's like, I wouldn't. You know who that bad man is on the other sideline? It's Patrick Mahomes. I was like, but there's 13 seconds. He's like, I've seen weirder shit. So I thought about hitting send, and I think that put the bad juju in the NFL universe. Uh, it didn't. It didn't put any juju out there. I appreciate that. But, you know, a lot of people text me throughout that game, and it's just one of those things that, first off, what a game. What a football game. Probably the game of the year, I would say. Oh, yeah, um, Absolutely. And, uh, man, it's – you just got to kind of give credit where credit's due. You know, you can't – in a game like that, there's probably so many plays that happen that I'm sure both sides wish they could have done over. But Stop. that's not – I'm not talking to Sean McDermott right now. I'm talking to a diehard Bills fan. Yeah. It, Dude, it, you would have won, won the Super Bowl if you win that game. Yeah, it, it was a heartbreaker. I don't know what you want him to say. I, it took me – it took me the whole next week to kind of be like, damn, that really happened. And what really stunk is like, you know, the little, the little places I would go to for the next week. Like I went and got my oil changed and at Valvoline, like the highlight was playing on the TV in the office. And I was like, I don't, you know, I was like, come on, you know, like, come on, um, like, give me a break. Uh, but uh, yeah, it, it definitely broke the heart of everybody in Buffalo, but like at the end of the day, man, it was like, it was a, it was a great game. And it was something, it was a game that I I feel like I sound like my parents because I feel like I sound like them talking about those Super Bowls. Like you'll remember it for the rest of, you know, your family, your life, that game, you know, we've talked about games with the Browns that you'll remember. um, And that was just one of those losses. Like, yeah, I'll remember that game forever. I'm sure a lot of people will that aren't even Bills fans. Do you, um, because you're a pro athlete, do you think you look at it through a different lens as most fans? Yeah, I definitely. Um, I think so. Just because it's like, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's times where, no, I I would say, yeah, I look at it from a different lens just because it's like my brothers are, and really my whole family, we're all diehard Bills fans, but like, when they lose a game like that, I mean, obviously you're bummed and you're like, damn, and I ride or die with the Bills. And I, I talk shit 
pro bills all year. Yes, you do. And um, it was just when it happened, I was like, you know, that's sport. Like, that's like, yeah, that can happen, you know? And it's just like, that's the first time I really was like, I was planning bills, bangles, you know, what a AFC championship game for me personally, you know, yeah. my childhood team versus the, the city that um, I, I play, I play baseball in like, holy cow. And um, I was like texting. I, if there's anybody who like put some juju out there, it was probably me. Cause I was getting tickets lined up. I was getting flights ready. I was like, let's, let's roll. Like we're what are going you doing. I'm, you can't I don't, do that. Yeah, but Chris, I don't believe in that. Like, I mean, it you I can't take credit for that. It was the Chiefs. Like they they just executed their two plays and or, or their three plays. And I believe it's Bucker hit the field goal, right? Yeah. Like that was still a really far field goal, but you and I didn't have any impact on the outcome of that game. Hey, I would agree with that until you started trying to find tickets and booking flights. That's where it took a weird twist. Sorry, dude. Well, I mean, what else are you going to do? This is the first time this has ever happened to me. What do you What do you mean, what are you going to do? You are Jesse Winker. You call up, you know, Monday morning. You're like, yo, bro, I'm the biggest Bills fan around. Give me four seats. I'm rolling. Yeah, I mean, okay. Um, but I was kind of just – I was just kind of looking into it. I was like, all right. Like, um, it's not as easy – I mean, Chris, there's – I'm pretty sure I would have had – I mean, at the same time, I'm on dad duty as well. So, like, there's well, other different. factors here. Yeah, that's there's different. other factors here. So I had to, like, lay out some groundwork to my plans and may have had to move some things around here to, like, you know. So, like, you're coming at me. We're going to have to pump the brakes a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> that part I get. The, the dad um, part I totally appreciate. Yeah, and that so had I, was just, to do with the game. I was just looking into it. And I was like, all right, like, okay. okay. And, right. you know, and it, they lost. And to be honest with you, um, like I said, it was the first time as a fan where I was like, damn, that's, that's heartbreaking. That's just, that was an absolute heartbreaker. It was the first, you know, time, you know, when they lost to the Chiefs in the COVID season, I was like, you know, okay, maybe they're a year ahead still. Mm -hmm. But like you said, I was like, from the start, I was like, they're winning the Super Bowl from week one. I'm like, Super Bowl. Dude, I still have it in my text. You're like, they're going 15 and two. They're going to kill everybody. And you weren't that far off, although they had some weird games. The Jacksonville game was a strange one. Yeah, also. you know they. I mean, things happen. I'm sure you you lose a game you don't expect to lose. Totally. You probably win a game that you weren't supposed to win. Like that. Yeah. Happens. I'm with you. All right. Uh, speaking of games, you have a chance to be a winner here today. This is kind of a fun uh -oh. thing we've we've established now. It's called two truths and a lie. So these okay. are, you have to find the lie in these three things about Jesse Winker. Oh, I got this. I got this. Okay. The three things are, the pitcher you have hit the most homers against is Adrian Hauser. The pitcher you have the most career hits against is Zach Davies. And finally, you have never gotten a hit on a game played on your birthday of August 17th. That's true. I don't think I've ever played on my birthday. Okay, so you're no, right. No, that's false. That's the lie. Whatever the one about my birthday is, that's the one we're circling. I've never – wait, no. I have 
What, did you say b- redo the birthday one? <laughs> Jesse Winker has never recorded a hit on his birthday. Okay, that's true. So I think the Davies one is the lie. The Davies one is the lie. Do you know which pitcher you have the most hits against? Boy, if you get this, that's going to be impressive. Is it in my division? It is. It's going to make sense because he's always around the strike zone. Is it Wainwright? No, that's a good guess, though. Always around the strike zone. Um, In my division, um, strike thrower. Yeah. Barely breaks. Hendricks. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And by the way, did you know that you own Adrian Hauser in the power department? I, um, this, Chris, I just try to play baseball, man. <laughs> I, I don't pay attention Dude, to any of this. I love uh, it when you turn into cliche guy. It is the best because you know that you're, you, you, you don't want to say anything that's going to piss anybody off. You're the best. Yeah, I just I I don't. To be, I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't pay attention to it. It's something okay. that I just I just try to play baseball and and you know just have fun playing it. Okay, I want to ask one serious question about your team. Okay, we've already seen. Um, you know, Tucker Barnhart got moved. We know yep. that Stevenson's going to be a stud. You and I have talked about that. And Tucker Barnhart talked about it on this podcast. He's like, yeah, he deserves to play every day. So do I, uh, I understand. Why he's an absolute play. stud. Yeah. But there's also rumors that you might, once the lockout's over, that Castillo or Gray could easily move. Your name has been thrown out there as well. Is it a little unsettling right now for you personally? Or do you just say, hey, listen, this is, a, this is what I chose to do. And this could happen. You know, it. You're exactly right. I, all of that's out of my control. Um, you know, being a Cincinnati red is all I've ever known. Um, and it's, it's a city I love. Um, it's a special city. They've got amazing people there. Um, but if, you know, if somebody's going to make a a business decision, this is a business. Um, and, and then if it's whomever, you know, I'm just going to, go on and and play to the best of my ability and enjoy that city and, and, and find and figure out that city. So that's how I look at it. I don't try to look at everything in the present. And I think it goes back. Everything kind of is going to keep circling back to being a father here for me. And I can't get too far ahead anyway. Um, so I'm right here and I'm in Orlando and my daughter's at daycare. I'm going to go get her some Chick-fil-A and that's, and that's where I'm at today. So um, everything after that, it'll just, I'll figure it out. I've, you know, adapting, I feel like in, in sports, um, and to be in sports, you have to be able to adapt and you have to adapt on the fly, especially in baseball. So, um, it's something that I've learned to become very good at and, uh, what, if I have to adapt, I will, no problem. Most importantly, what's the order of Chick-fil-A? She gets a five, a five count nugget. Um, I do take her a little sippy cup of Pedialyte. Um, after a hard, hard day on the, a hard yeah. day on the playground, after some yep. grind playground, um, sometimes she likes fries. Sometimes she doesn't, I, I'll get the fries, but sometimes I don't get the fries. She just gets some chicken and we come back and, 
she watches this movie home. I don't know if you've ever seen it on Netflix. Not. Um, it's a really good movie, like really good movie. Um, and yeah, and then she'll take a nap and we'll get up and I have a playground in my backyard that I built for her over Christmas and which is a, a, a funny story in itself. And um, yeah, that's it. Well, give us the one minute funny version. All right. So I'm, I'm a last minute gift giver. And this, this Christmas, I was like, all right, we're going to get Ren a playground. And I thought it was going to be easy to find. Playgrounds a week before Christmas in Florida are very hard to be found. So I think it's literally Christmas Eve, maybe the day before the eve before Christmas Eve either the 23rd or 24th of December. And me and my brother, we have my family from Buffalo in town, like the, the, my cousins that were at that said Mets game. And we go to target right up the street. And I'm like, well, I couldn't find a playground. So I need to just get rent some other stuff for Christmas. And we're walking around and lo and behold, the last playground was available at target. So I get it, buy it, throw it in the truck, bring it back here. We wrap it up. We didn't really look at assembly because we're like playground from, you know, there's like playground stores that specialize in playgrounds that all these expert playgrounds. I'm like the one from target ain't going to be hard. Right. Chris, when we opened this thing, there was so many pieces of wood. (laughs) It was incredible. It just didn't end. And my older brother, Ryan, He's like master craftsman. Like he starts and my dad's kind of overlooking the whole project. My uncle, John, he's just like my brother, like they could build. And so between my dad, my uncle and my brother, um, those are the guys like assembling everything. So me and my cousin, Jake, we were just smoking a cigar, handing them whatever wood they called out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. They're like, okay, we need piece H H H. Like, yeah, boom. we're like, yeah, Where is boom. boom, it's right here. And uh, so, yeah, we got we got this playground done. You want to talk about all hands on deck, like we got it done. And um, yeah, so and now that I think about it, that was during the lockout as well. So the lockout has provided me some really outstanding moments and stories. So, uh-huh. yeah, man, does Ren love it? Oh, my God. She absolutely loves it. So do the turkey. They're still going around back there. Yeah, it's got a swing set. It's a, you know, I'll send a picture of you to, I'll send a picture. I'll take a picture of her on it later and I'll send it over to you and I'll send you that picture of her with Gapper as well. So you can, you can like drop it in. Them. I yeah. love it. Before we get out of here, we're going to spin the wheel of moderately interesting. This is like the first. fifth time you said before we get out of here. So I feel like I'm just going to be here all day. Hit me. Do you have I'm another 90 seconds to spare yeah. there? Chris, I was just kidding, bro. It's all good. <laughs> say, we have 13 seconds left. Do you think we can get it done? <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Spin it. Let's go. Oh, forget it. I wanted to change it to this one, so I'm going to. Ring Chaser. We know you won a World Series ring. You know, you, you love to play the game. I can guarantee you will win a ring but you can never watch a Buffalo Bills game again. Do you take that deal? Every time. That's easy. For a World Series ring? You can't. Look, I, love, I, I, I think I've told you this before. I love the Bills, but 
we're talking about my like my career <laughs> like a world series for like the team that i'm on and like in my career like yeah the, i thought it was gonna be a harder question than that wow god because you you really it's it's in you like if somebody said that you could um you could win like uh like an emmy or but you could never watch the browns or guardians ever again be like nah, keep your emmy not that I've had that problem. I've never even come close, but yeah. Yeah, I'm taking that World Series ring. I'm, I mean, I'm wearing that ring for the rest of my life. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. that tough a question. Well, I'm not going to make you do another one because you'll come on this show again. We'll spin the wheel. You can just, just spin it again. We'll do one more. I love it. God, you're the best. Wild Ride. What was your first car? Uh, Okay. Um, like first one I purchased. No, it, it could be whatever is a good story. Uh, my senior year of high school, I drove. My brother was he was drafted to the Dodgers. He was in where was he at? I think he was either in he was either in in rookie ball or low A when I was a senior. I forget. Um, but his Mazda protege it was mm-hmm. called the Silver Bullet. Yes. I, uh, yeah, nicknamed it the Silver Bullet. Um, big nickname guy, by the way. Yeah, um, that's right, Gapper. Yep, and uh, yeah, man, Silver Bullet, legendary car. It, um, I probably looked a little too big to be in that car, but it was the first car I drove. Um, yeah. Love it. Good stuff. Dude, it's great catching up with you. Uh, the Kyle Rasmussen sign thing was fun. He was great. I'm happy you're going to have a place for it now. Yeah, no, like I said, I just got to pick out a frame. What, what color frame do you think I should put? Like, I think, seriously, I think if you go some sort of Mets colors, I think it's that's pretty pro. Yeah, I think I think blue, blue, the Mets blue, you know? And, and when you do, will you please take a picture of you standing next to the sign and so we can send it out for all of our fans to enjoy? For sure. I can get that done. I love it. Great catching up with you, my man. Tell Ren we say hi. Tell her to enjoy the... Uh, the Chick-fil-A today and the movie Home and enjoy being home. Hopefully it's not too much longer. I know you love hanging out with your daughter, which is really special. That's great, but we want to see you get back to work soon. I agree with you. I agree with you completely. Hopefully it hopefully it happens soon, man. I hope so. Special shout out to our producer, or as I found out today, courtesy of Kyle, my manager, Robbie Scirocco. That is Jesse Winker. I am Chris Rose. We'll see you next time on the Chris Rose Rotation, a production of John Boy Media, presented to you by our friends over at SeatGeek.